I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. Hi there, I'm Coach Margaret. And today, we're going to be talking about this isn't fair. This isn't fair, and so many things in this world don't feel fair and sometimes really aren't fair. A lot of times, breakups feel unfair. Yes, they do. You feel unfairly treated, mm -hmm. you feel like somebody did you wrong, mm -hmm. and sometimes somebody has done you wrong. Sometimes you can make a small mistake, and that person says, I don't want to be with you anymore. Sometimes it could be a large mistake. Sometimes you could just be living life with that person and they say, you know what, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. So whether it's fair or unfair, your partner has a right to make any decision they want. And that is why I try and encourage you guys to always just be your partner's best option. And that means always focusing on personal growth and development and making that a part of your life. Yes. Not just to try and re-attract somebody. Because if you're just doing it to try and get somebody back, you're going to wind up making a lot of mistakes mm -hmm. and going back to your old routines, mm -hmm. old behaviors, and wind up losing that person again. Right. But people have a right, whether it seems fair or not, to make a decision of I want to be with you or I don't want to be with you. That's right. Any of us can go back to a partner and say, it's not fair that you don't want me back. Whether it's fair or not, I still don't want you back. I might be very sorry for hurting you, but I don't want you back. And if you think about it, think about somebody you may have broken up with, that they were devastated, but you still had the right to not be with that person. And the obligation to make that decision if you felt it was your best decision. That's right. Yeah. If, so, if, you broke, if you broke up with somebody in the past and you think about it, how would you feel if you, they were like not letting you go? Yes. It wouldn't feel fun. No, it wouldn't. No, you've made your decision, you've been clear about it, and yeah, people need to let you go no matter how much it hurts. So this video is really focused on a follow-up to an email and a video I did uh, not too long ago called Pack Your Things and Get Out. So I highly recommend you go watch that video before you watch this one, okay? Pack your things and get out sounds awfully final, doesn't it? <laughs> it sure does. And it sounds final for a reason. Yeah. Okay, so they said to me, first of all, thank you for your time. I want to start by answering a few questions you had during the video that you did about my situation, pack your things and get out. My ex and her family, in my perspective, are not enmeshed, although very close. Parents would do anything for the family no matter who it is. The ex's parents did like me and still talk to me upon the restraining order. He had a restraining order placed against him, a one-year restraining order. What does he mean they talked to him? I guess the parents still had contact with him after, after the restraining, restraining order. order. Do they still? We don't get that, do we? I don't know. Let's find out. Okay. Even though it would be fixed and be okay, I don't believe they would have influenced my ex's decision of the breakup. They were more likely to do whatever their daughter thinks would make her happy. I completely understand and own what I said 
to her oldest daughter, how'd you like to lose some teeth? He was angry at the time. Right. And he said to the girl, who I think was like a, around 10-ish, mm -hmm. close, how'd you like to lose some teeth? It's a pretty heavy-duty heavy physical threat. Yes. Because he's probably a whole lot bigger than a 10-year-old. <laughs> I would think. My confusion of the breakup was based on, why not talk about the situation? I know what I said was the worst thing I have ever done in my life, and I'm still having trouble forgiving myself for it. Any thoughts about that? Um, I don't know about that, because it sounds like he feels like it's over, and why can't they put it behind them? Um, so I'm not sure whether he's still mad at himself for that or mad at everyone else because they haven't forgiven him. I think that's a good point. Yeah. Thoughts of the issue still brings me to tears. However, there were more issues. Or was that the only issue? You may never know. But that's a big enough issue to be the only issue. Exactly. Uh, maybe my opinion, this could have been verbally expressed to me, not just avoiding the issue and involving the courts. I have owned what I said to her daughter from day one. I unfortunately cannot take it back. But he's angry that the court is involved. It sounds like it. Even in court, I owned up to what I did with excessive texting and not leaving her be. So, he, after she broke up with him, he wouldn't leave her alone. He was... Was he texting how sorry he was about what he did and owning it? Is that what he's saying? No, he's saying that he was texting, please take me back, stuff like that. Okay. This is where your video hurt me to the core. I never went beyond the excessive text of begging and pleading of my love for her and her girls. I did the grand gesture or... or he, okay, or doing the grand gesture of landscaping the home, LOL. He's trying to take a dig at me on that one. Yes. <laughs> Truth be told, though, I was still living with the girl at the time. Right. Right? It was right after the breakup. Craig it was... had shared one of his grand gestures that he just got back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I was still living there, and nobody thought there was the breakup was going to last. And the mom and the sister were like, give her a couple of days at that point. I never stalked her. Not at home. Not at work. Not on social media. I think he's doing a lot of comparison here yes. about, well, I didn't do all these things, but I got a one-year probation. I got a worse unfair sentence, so yeah. And maybe that's true. Could be, but there's no one doing it. He also threatened the, the girl's daughter. I mean, so yes. you don't want to compare your situation yeah. to mine where you threatened the girl's daughter. And, yeah. you know, there, so you can't compare, yeah. right? He said, I never threatened my ex or her children, ever. Except, how would you like to lose some teeth? But you did threaten her children, yeah. right? Maybe it was one time, right. but don't sit there and say you didn't ever do it. When, you, when in fact you did it. You did. And that's what we're talking about here, yeah. I have never been a threatening person in any form. The father of the girls and now stepmother my ex-wife, remember, in this situation, his ex-wife is dating her ex-husband, or they're married. 
Remember that crazy dynamic? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> as well as everyone I know. No, I would never hurt any of them intentionally in any way. But in that circumstance, they did not know that. My ex-girlfriend even stated this in courts. So maybe the ex-girlfriend did come to his defense a little bit, but not enough to say... No, don't no. do the restraining order. Exactly. So what does that tell you? She was scared, clearly. I don't know all the laws or understand them all about orders of protections. I do know, however, that a lot of people who are talked about in the videos have stalked their exes. People whom have stalked their exes harass their exes with excessive texting and letters. So again, he's comparing himself to everybody else. But a lot of those people didn't threaten their ex's child. And I think he's having a really hard time coming to terms with that. Right. How scary that would be to a parent. I mean, you threatened enough violence to lose some teeth. That's a pretty heavy-duty punch we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it may have just been a momentary weakness yes, for this guy, but... But it was very, very serious. And, yeah, and so now you're dealing with the repercussions, whether they're fair or not. Whether they're fair or not, that's right. And once you do something like that, you lose total control of whether things are fair or not. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Because I think that's a really good point. Well, you know, I've heard, I've worked in the prison for many years. and That's I've, why I brought it up. And I've heard many, many people say, but I didn't do it. Well, but you threatened it. And, you know, people to keep themselves safe have to take threats as reality. Um, and no, it doesn't seem fair if that's the one time you slipped and that came out of your mouth. But the fact is, it did come out of your mouth, unfortunately. And we can't change that. And if mother was really frightened, and I can see why any mother would be, uh, <clears throat> one can understand the restraining order, even though it may seem terribly unfair to you. Um, but as long as you're feeling upset and unhappy and wronged, by the court system, um, you're not going to really be able to recover from this. Yeah. Yeah. So, he said, Ben told they needed space or time and still were contacted. This is considered harassment. I personally have heard stories of mental and physical abuse of people. No one that I have heard was given an order of protection, let alone a year as I was. I'd be willing to forward my court papers to provide my point that I did nothing out of the ordinary. I was told by multiple lawyers that I would have, had I had counsel with me on my court date, the restraining order would never have happened. But even if that's the case, that doesn't mean your ex would have wanted you back. That's right. And that you wouldn't have been frightened. Just because re restraining order or not, it doesn't mean she wants you back. No. And whether or not it was fair doesn't affect whether or not she wants you back. Exactly. Right. The restraining order would never have happened. I have no previous record of any kind. I was told because she asked me to stop contacting her, and I didn't, this is harassment. Yes, it is. And in the court system, harassment is considered abuse. It's a form of abuse. Yes. Unfortunately, I started no contact a little too late. Yes. As we have all 
before we find the correct information or your videos and help. I owned up that I was contacting her excessively. Okay. But earlier, it felt like he didn't own up to yes, that. Yes, did. Right? Didn't yes. at first he deny it? He denied it and then now, said he did it. Yeah. Okay. And for what I have said to her daughter, accepting the punishment as a need for me to grow and learn. I was given the option to go to therapy in court. I took it. I only had to go one time because I was proven not to be a threat to anyone. Well, that's pretty tricky because if somebody evaluated me right now, they wouldn't be able without question that I could never ever be threatening. That's no. very tricky. What I would suggest for this gentleman, who seems to be trying as best he can right now, um, is go back to the therapist. Get a therapist. And I'm going to guess that he has a history of being unfairly treated. And this may sort of be the icing on the cake for him. And if that's the case, I'm really sorry. But I think before he can work through his current situation, and as we say, whether it's unfair or not, it can't be undone. Whether it was only once or not, it still can't be undone. We have to deal with the rest of it. Absolutely. And I think he's saying it's all so unfair because I can't contact my ex to try to rebuild trust. And I think by not contacting his ex, he is rebuilding trust. Mm -hmm. Because if she wanted to reach out to him, she would. That's right. There's a little bit more. My road to self-improvement still has five months of required no contact left. I have watched and will continue to watch your videos, as well as a few other people. I have already finished two different online courses for self-help. I have read books and the Bible, and I still want to keep learning. Physically, I have gotten my body fat under 10% and work out almost every day. I refuse to give up on love or myself. I still love her. Well, just, you know, you have to understand that she has a choice in this. Yes, she does. And it takes two people to want to make it work. Right. It's not, you can't continue to can berate somebody and you're saying, I'm not giving up on love. We're not telling you to give up on love or By yourself. No means. We didn't imply it in any way. No. But what we're telling you is you have to follow this restraining order. Right. Fair or not. Fair or not. Um, and she may not want you back no matter what you do. And we can't get a court order that says, you've treated him unfairly, take him back. We can't, we can't get one of those. <laughs> yeah. but, but certainly what he should continue to do, and I applaud him for all the work he's done to try to improve himself. Um, that's absolutely commendable. But you can't take it to the bank, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, and I want him to continue. But the last thing we would suggest is that he give up on himself. No, of course um, not. But he may eventually have to accept that this partner does not want him back. And I think that's going to be terribly hard for him. And it's another reason I'd highly recommend a therapist who can help him through that if that's what happens. Absolutely. Yes. So he says, I believe I know the answer being yes. Do I continue no contact after my restraining is order, order is over? With that said, how can I build trust, rapport, and love with someone I can't contact? The sad answer to that is it may be too late. You have no choice. Yeah, you have no choice. You have to follow this order. You cannot 
can't break this restraining order. Right. And, you know, it's five months from now or whatever it may be, but you have got to keep focusing on yourself and moving forward. Yes. Because regardless of whether there's a restraining order or not, it doesn't mean she's going to want to be with you. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, and she certainly knows very well in her head, I'm sure, when the restraining order ends. Um, yeah. And if she wants to reach out to you, then she can. Yeah. And if she doesn't, I don't know that anybody can fix it for you. He says, I know I will always need to be improving. I would like to show her and prove I am better. How can I do this? I understand the concept of no contact. I also understand that if I do nothing, I get nothing. That's not true in this case. Because there's nothing you can do to make her want you back. She has to want you back. And I don't know what you think you might say or do if you had contact that would persuade her to come back to you. Yeah. Uh, he wraps up by saying, any other suggestions would be appreciated. Thank you so much for everything you and Coach Margaret do for all of us. Keep up the great work. I love you both. Oh, my. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it may not be fair. Yeah. Um, but love and relationships and breakups aren't fair. No. There's nothing fair about them. I mean, was it fair that I was broken up with, or have been broken up with, or is it fair that I've broken up with other people? It's not about fair. I think he's still back at the restraining order and seeing the court as being in between him and his beloved. Um, and I, you know, there's just nothing we can do to fix it. All you can do, we can't make your beloved do anything, and you can't either but you can continue to grow yourself, and I mm -hmm. congratulate you for the efforts that you've made. Absolutely. But still, my therapist ear hears unfair, unfairly treated. And if, if I saw you in the court clinic, I would say, tell me more about that. Okay? Yeah. I don't know if that's helpful or not, but that's what I would do. Sure. So, you're, sometimes we're in situations where things aren't fair, and they're not the way we want them to be. And how can we show this person we've changed if we can't be in their life? Well, sometimes you can't. Sometimes you have to just respect what somebody wants and move on with your life. And realize that you're going to create your life and you're going to make it what you want it to be. And you can't let the idea of somebody else hold you back from having a great life. No, that's right. Otherwise, you're going to stay stuck. And even in terms of the way you're asking the question is, what can I do to prove to her? She's not going to care how many books you read, but she would care if you were in therapy for six months. So I agree just with that. in terms of currency that you have to trade, that would be what I would say to you. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I think she'd be a lot more impressed to know you stayed in therapy right. for six months. Has she bumped into you or, you know, for whatever reason she right. contacts you? Yeah. And she'll take you a lot more seriously. Yes. Absolutely she will. A thousand percent. Yeah. All right. Very tough situation. Very difficult. And I'm sorry. Yeah. So if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net, where you can get email coaching. You can get Skype coaching. If you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret is also doing Skype coaching. And I look forward to talking with you. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.
Hi, I'm Coach Margaret, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist with 35 years experience. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. If you would like professional help with your situation, please contact us at askcraig.net.